Hello and welcome aboard the USS Little Hero, NCC-73117. This Galaxy-class refitted starship. I'm Captain William. And I'm Commander Vicky. And if you will follow me, historians, we will go to Holodeck 3. And we will go through the history of Starfleet. Starting with the NX-01. Commander Vicky, will you set course for the coordinates where we're supposed to be at for this episode? Aye, aye, Captain. Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And this is the last one for today, and we'll get your guys' Christmas one pre-recorded. This is Season 2, Episode 22, The Cogenitor. So, Vicky, would you like to tell everybody where they can find us? Yes, you can find us on Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Apple Podcast, Anchor, and... I like that you mix it up occasionally. You can contact us at Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek. Alrighty. So, Vicky, Season 2, Episode 22, The Cogenitor. And by the way, just so everybody knows, the Christmas one we are going to do is the Muppet. What? Christmas Carol? Yep. So, Vicky, what did you think you were going to see today? A new meaning of a species, which I did not know, does mm-hmm. not go well. Well, you're kind of correct. You missed a lot, but it's pretty much right on. So, it says the Enterprise crew makes first contact with the Visons, a species of three genders. When Trip meets one of the species' third gender, third gender, known as cogenitor, he is disturbed to learn that the cogenitors are treated extremely poorly. Yep. And there's a reason behind that, but I don't know if you want me to spoil it for you now, or if you want me to let you find out on your own. I will find out. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Let's go! Look at that beautiful sight. It's losing mass at an extraordinary rate. How long before it goes supernova? hundred years, maybe two. You bet we won't be around. It's gonna be one hell of an explosion. Speak for yourself, I might very well be around. Can't forget Vulcan longevity, Captain. Exactly. hundred years from now? How old would that make you? <laughs> no has ever been within ten light years of a hypergiant. How much farther can we move in? Our hull temperature is approaching 1100 degrees. It would be unsafe to get any closer. We'll have to run our scans from here. Tell astrometrics to get going. I'm sure they're jamming at the bit. So you gotta... What down. is astrometrics? Well, astrometrics is a form of... Uh, what did we look it up? It said... Stellar cartography. Right. Uh, which 
you'll hear about Astrometrics a lot in all the other series. So it's a big thing because we are mapping the universe as we're going. And with that, uh, that we're mapping it, this way we don't have to... When other generations take over, they'll know where they're going. Right. So someone else has. You've had a ship? Bearing 261 Mark IV. It must be at least 20,000 kilometers farther in than we are. Let's see her. Recognize it? No. Hey, Elma. The interference is pretty heavy, sir. Then try audio. This is Captain Archer of the Starship Enterprise. I assume you've detected us. Captain Drennick, where have you traveled from? The Soul System. And you? We come from a system called Vissia, more than 25 light years from here. So, something that Archer just said, and it's come up many times before, we're from the Soul System. Well, our sun is called Soul. Right. So, the thing is, is, and later on in TNG, DS9, and Voyager, they don't really say, as whenever they talk to somebody, we come from the Soul System. In Voyager, they say we come from the Alpha Quadrant. Right. So, it's kind of one of those things, but... Um, I think after Kirk, it became apparent, especially with... Uh, God, what was it? I know the name of it. Um, they find a device. Right. And it used to be human device. But it got... It, it found another. It was damaged, and another one repaired it. Um, and it could have t- killed everybody because it saw humans as imperfect. So that's why they don't tell them. Oh, we're from the soul system, you know. Right. So, they, what Archer's doing? He's doing the right thing, but he's also doing the wrong thing at the same time. He doesn't know it yet. We saw you arrive yesterday. I assume you're here to study the hypergiant. My species has never seen one up close. It is quite a sight. Have you measured its rate of nuclear synthesis? So what is nuclear synthesis? I'm afraid we haven't developed the technique. Do you want to tell him? Oh, you want me to tell him? <laughs> Basically, it's... Uh, they're measuring the, the nucleus of the of nuclear hypergiant. stuff of the hypergiant. Right. Or hypergiant, I should say. Technology to do that. If you don't mind eliminating the development stage, I'd be more than happy to help you modify your sensors. Thank you. I'm not sure we have anything to offer you in return. You could invite us to visit your ship. Meeting your species <laughs> is one of our primary goals. One of ours as well. Now, after you find We'd explorers. It's honored to have you join us for dinner. We'll be there within the hour. I look forward to it. It'll be nice to have a first contact where no one's thinking about charging weapons. <laughs> Tell Chef we're going to have some. So dinners. basically, they're the Vissians. Yes. Yes, they are. They're three gendered species. Right. But you had problems comprehending that yesterday, uh, the other day, when you watched this on your own whilst I was out on the road. Tramecium can withstand yes. temperatures up to 18,000 degrees. We've been using it to construct our hulls for over a century. Do you want me to explain what the third gen, the cogenitor does? Okay. Or do you want them to? Go ahead. From what I understand, and this comes up in TNG, the cogenitor has so you have the male and the female right right there's so the way i look at it is this third gender the cogenitor is only good for one thing and one thing only and that's to provide the stuff the that they need to get pregnant right um so the cogenitor is basically treated like a tool and nothing else right which i'm sorry that's wrong but different species I can't I, I can't right you know that's why they treat them so badly 
it it doesn't have a male or female. Right. That person gets treated like crap. Let's be able to get down into the photosphere of most G-type stars. We can get even deeper with our stratopod. It's got twice the shielding. Flying into stars is a long way off for us. Your technology will evolve. What's important is that you're explorers. We have gone farther than any other human. You might enjoy going even farther. I'm taking the stratopod into the hydrogen layer tomorrow. I'd be pleased to have you join me. I am an explorer. <laughs> this is called vanilla, and this is chocolate. Give it a try. Oh, Tri no, the, ever, the ever evolving. Gotta eat the cherry first. Uh, this. Why? You just do. A human tradition. Exactly. A human tradition? Uh, you could introduce me. Ah, this is Malcolm Reed, our armory officer. This is Trace Dunn, a xenobiologist, They're, uh, and they love schmoozing. Right. Schmoozing. Pleased to meet you. Why don't you sit down? Captain did ask us to meet. Indeed. I was just speaking with that chief engineer, his wife. Maybe you should say hello. <laughs> I'm told you're the chief engineer. Amanda Tucker. Lieutenant Reed pointed you out. <laughs> Please sit down. And there's the chief engineer, his wife, and the co-generator. This is my wife, Hala. I'm glad you're inviting us here. Right. Are you enjoying your food? Oh, very much. I hope you get the chance to sample our food. It's more fragrant than yours. I look forward to it. I'd also like to get a peek at your engine room. By all means. Trip Tucker. Welcome aboard. Hello. It has no name. It's our co-janitor. Co-janitor. We're hoping to have a baby. Ah. Even the trip doesn't understand. I'll work for emits Omicron radiation. I recommend you speak with your doctor about an inoculation. Sure thing. This should do it. So, you've heard of these cogenitors. Not all species are limited to two sexes. <laughs> In fact, I, uh, have it on good authority. The Vigelians had four. Or, uh, wasn't five. <laughs> so, you're saying that this man or woman or whatever is a third sex? That's exactly what I'm saying. And she, it, is part of the impregnation process. Precisely. I'm pretty familiar with how it works with two sexes, but... Multi-gender techniques aren't always the same. But in this case, I imagine the cogenitor provides an enzyme, which facilitates conception. What do you mean by provides? Well, first the female has to... No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, well. I have pictures. Oh, uh, my I goodness. I think I'll pass. <laughs> so how long is this going to last? I might want to stay there for a while. It should protect you from Omicron radiation for about uh, 12 years. 12 years? Damn! That should be enough. <laughs> Next time. Keep an open mind, Commander. Hmm? You came on this mission to meet other species, no matter how many genders they may have. Exactly. And there is a stratopod. Odd-looking little creature. There are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in your philosophy. Where'd you hear that? Hamlet, Act 1, Scene 5. Your communications officer was kind enough to provide us with some of your literature. I assume you approve. So, absolutely. Here is something I would hope you, un you can realize. Or see that I can see. Shakespeare is a very big part of Star Trek. He just quoted Hamlet. Right. Khan uh, states some of it. There's a Klingon who states a lot of it in a movie. John Luke Picard is a Shakespearean actor. Well, Sir Patrick Stewart is actually a Shakespearean actor. And he brings a lot of the, the stuff that he knows from Shakespeare to TNG. Right. So you're going to see a lot of Shakespeare stuff. 
It's not a bad thing. I particularly like a few Shakespeare plays. Not all of them. Right. But the thing is, is I do have a hard time understanding some of his plays as well. But I do know that Hamlet was one of Shakespeare's. Right. And I didn't know if you noticed it yet, but they have sprinkled it here and there. I have noticed. Uh, Picard is going to use, I believe, Romeo and Juliet in Darmok and Jalad. All right. So be aware of that one. Today, we retain most of what we read. And you obviously read pretty quickly. After I finished Shakespeare last night, I began reading the plays of Sophocles. What do you recommend after that? Seems like you're picking the good ones all by yourself. <laughs> That's got to be ionized hydrogen. It's generating magnetic currents. I've got friends back at home who are not going to believe this. I have friends who will be equally impressed with Macbeth. We're Macbeth, almost into the again. TOS. They're going to do a play on that one in the ship. Macbeth. Mm -hmm. The antimatter stream is compressed before the deuterium is ejected into the core. So you don't need magnetic confinement. Let me bring up the schematics. <laughs> you know, where we come from, Earth, there are only two genders. That's true of most worlds. I don't mean to pry, but does every family have a cogenitor? That wouldn't be very efficient. They're only needed when a couple's trying to have a child. And when they're not? The cogenitor is assigned to another couple. They make up about 3% of our population, which seems to be perfect ratio. Nature has a way of finding the right balance. Is the one I met the only one on your ship? The only one. Once Kala and I are finished with it, I doubt it will be needed before we return home. Hmm. Would you like to take a closer look at the plasma converters? I would, thanks. So, does it live with you and your wife? We keep it in our quarters, yes. What does it do when you're not? It eats, sleeps. There's not much else for it to do. What about school? They only serve one purpose. Sending them to school would make no sense. Why are you so curious? Humans are very curious. You might find this <laughs> difficult to believe, but this polymer is composed of over 200 naturally occurring elements. Wow. That's impossible. I read in your database that you've discovered only 92. I understand how this might seem unnerving. A lot of things around here do, but uh, I'm trying to keep an open mind. An open mind. Not doing a very good job at a trip. How long will you be gone? Close to three days. The circumference is nearly a billion kilometers. We'll be scanning surface features that are undetectable from higher altitudes. Three days is a long time to be confined to such a small craft. Especially with a person you just met. I think I'll survive. These people are fascinating to follow. They have a lot to offer us. This could be the beginning of a beautiful relationship. Which reminds me, they've asked us for a sampling of films. I put together a few suggestions. I'll see to it. You're in charge. Of the ship and the movies. <laughs> uh... She does have a sense of humor, just not a very big one. Commander. Captain Liftjet? He'll be gone for three days. He asked that you download these films and transfer them to the Vissian's database. Did you meet their engineer? Briefly. He was my friend. Her name was How interesting. There was someone else with him. They called her a cogenitor. You know what that is? A third gender. Why do you call it her? She looks more like a her than a him. They treat her like a pet. Kept in her room, not taught to read or write, no name. Porthos has a name. It's not our place to judge the customs of other cultures. We're not talking about taking your shoes off when you walk into someone's house. <laughs> this cogenitor is treated like one of Phlox's leeches. 
You pull it out of its tape when you need it, then uh, throw it back in. Trigender reproduction is not uncommon. That's not what we're talking about. This is a question of human rights. They're not human. Captain Archer hopes to develop a productive relationship with this species. It might be best if you kept your opinions to yourself. Right. It's good advice. Well, habits are often quite uh, personal. Mm -hmm. Some species aren't comfortable discussing. I'm not interested in discussing their habits. I'm concerned with the way they treat this progenitor. They're most likely one and the same. Yeah, well, that'd make it right. It's not a question of right or wrong. You scared them when they came on board, don't you? Always do that. Yeah, they weren't carrying any pathogens that would be dangerous to our crew. Is there anything you can tell me about the mental capacity of this progenitor? Is it any different than the males and female? <laughs> I'm afraid I didn't take any uh, neural scans. Is that something I could do? Why would you want to? Just curious. I suppose you could. <laughs> Trip, you're going and cheese often complement each other. A little far. So cheese comes in eight varieties? Well, actually there are hundreds, maybe thousands. What made you choose these? They have the strongest smells of anything we have on board. You said our food was aromatically bland, and I thought this might change your mind. Try something. Reach smoozing. Because he wants to get in bed with her. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. Out. This one. Uh, poor Reed. The odor's a little spicy. What's it called? Stilton. Chef says it's pretty pungent. Haven't you ever tried it? Not for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that's more than a little spicy. Reed, Reed, Reed. Hmm. And what's this called? Alsatian Munster. Interesting. Don't you find it sensual? Oh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, chicka wow wow. Can we visit the armory later? <laughs> I'm anxious to see your tactical array. There's an old earth expression. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Oh my goodness. Read, read, read. <laughs> Your father. It's hard to imagine. The men who developed warp drive on my world lived nearly a thousand years ago. I'm surprised your ancestors never made it to Earth. We don't believe in traveling great distances. There's far too much to see close to home. Well, maybe now you have a reason to visit us. <laughs> it's not that far. I'm sure we can make an exception. I'm going to take us down to the edge of the photosphere. It might get a little turbulent. Fine with me. When the engine reaches critical mass, a mixture of positrons and neutrinos is injected into the chamber. Watch. Hmm. The efficiency's up over 30%. Pretty impressive. It's possible this technology could be modified for Enterprise. We'd be very grateful. But we don't have any married couples on Enterprise. So you just heard that right, correct? Right. It could be adapted to Enterprise. Why do you think it wasn't? I don't know. Trip might be a good reason for what he's about to do. Gotcha. Give you special quarters. The captain's very generous. No, I wish ours was. I've got a room not half the size of this one. I'd love to get a look at your quarters sometime. If I could describe it to Captain Archer, he might consider expanding my living space. <laughs> well, why don't you join us for dinner tonight? You did agree to try our food. Are you telling me you have a dining room? We'll try not to prepare anything too pungent. <laughs> <laughs> They're just watching him intensely. <laughs> it's pretty mild considering the um 
the smell. For us, the aroma is far more important than the taste. Which must have taken you all day. <sighs> if I had all day, I would have prepared a far more scented meal. Hella's in charge of the microgravity lab. We usually don't have much time for cooking. Will your cogenitor be joining us? It rarely eats more than one meal a day. Oh, so in our mess hall... Bringing the cogenitor to your ship was an exception. Too bad? I was hoping to say hello. Why would you want to do that? Commander Tucker is very curious about our reproductive process. Humans are bigendered. <laughs> they say that like it's a bad thing. Right? Which one's the progenitor? Right here. Their synaptic density and neural mass are almost identical to the other two. Your cogenitor appears to be no more or less intelligent than the male and female. Oh. I wouldn't mind taking a turn at the helm. Our navigation controls are not like yours. They're based on five spatial axes. I've been watching you. I think I can handle them. <laughs> I love how the control button just slides over. Right? When he hits the button, so that Archer's got the controls. You obviously have some experience. A little. There's a pretty big flare forming below us. Maybe I can loop around it. Let you get a better scan. It's giving off a lot of magnetic flux. It may cause false readings in the navigation sensors. Keep an eye on it. So by rotating the quantum inverters, you've tripled the antimatter funds. Exactly. Three more, and I'm finished. I haven't eaten anything since this morning. If you don't mind, I'll go to your mess hall and see what you're serving. You wait until I'm done, I'll show you how to get there. I'll be alright. I'm sure I can find a way. See another one? The lies. Trip, trip, trip. They're not here. I came to see you. Oh boy. Why? You're about to find out. Roger. Oh, yeah. I'll teach you how to read. So Trip is basically, this is where he starts screwing everything up. Right. On their world, the co-generators don't know anything. They don't have school. They don't read because they're basically a tool. Right. And I'm not talking like a, a bad word tool. I'm talking like a hammer is a tool. Right. You know, all the co-generators are used for is to get people pregnant. Exactly. So in my mind... Trip is what causes the down spiral of what's going to happen. Now you try it. I don't understand. You just touch the word, then you'll hear it pronounced. Go ahead, try it. Today. That's right. Now go to the next one. Today we're good. Again. Why are you doing this? It's not right for me to leave. Who told you that? You shouldn't be here. You're as capable as they are. As smart as they are. That's not true. They need me to have children. It's not a question of what they need. You have the same rights to learn, to choose how you're going to live, to have a name. That may be true on your world, but not on mine. When Kala gives birth, who's going to raise the baby? Who's going to take care of it? They will. Why? You're just as crucial in creating the child as they are. You don't understand. Okay, maybe. We took scans. My doctor says you have the same potential as they do. The only thing that sets you apart is your gender. You're no more different than they are from each other. Haven't you ever wished you could read? I won't hurt you, you know. There's nothing to be afraid of. 
I, I understand Trip is doing the right thing, but at the same time, he's not. Right. He's doing what's right in his mind, but he's not doing what's right by their rules and right and stuff. Today we're going to Right. My opinion. Starting to get the hang of this. I can take us down a little closer if you'd like. Another 10,000 meters and I'll be able to get a particle count of the photosphere. Aye, aye, Captain. 10,000 meters it is. Absolutely. If you can keep us at this altitude a little while longer. No problem. Are these armed with photonic ordnance? Photonic? I'm not familiar with that. I'm afraid our weapons are somewhat more sophisticated than yours. This technology must seem pretty antiquated to you. Where I come from, antiquated can be very quaint. Is that how you see us? Quaint. <laughs> what sort of power source do these use? Cerium microcells. I suppose that's very quaint too. Not at all. We charge our weapons the same way. Maybe you'd like to see the face cannon assembly. <laughs> I think she was waiting for him to touch her. To move her aside, you know. Right. Like, because I think she's hitting on him as much as he's hitting on her. Mm -hmm. It has multi-phasic emitters and a maximum yield of 80 gigajoules. Impressive. So it's so cramped in here. Don't be. I wanted to get a little closer to you all day. I was hoping to spend some intimate time with you. Maybe we could sleep together tonight. Fun! <laughs> On Earth, it's customary to ask a woman to dinner first. Before spending the night with her. It's very different, Obvisia. It's only when a woman enjoys her intimate time with a man that she'll join him for dinner. The Didiron mountain range runs through the upper plains of the great continent. Amazing. The text describes far more impressive peaks. I don't mean the mountains, I mean your reading. <laughs> the fauna and flora vary greatly on either side of the central plateau. Look how much you've accomplished in a single day. And reading's just the tip of the iceberg. You could study all sorts of things. History, science, engineering's not bad. You don't have to sit in this room all day. They would never let me learn those things. Then you've got to convince them. It's not just learning, it's, it's experiencing things. Music, swimming in the ocean. Do you have oceans on your planet? Yes. And how about those Ditteron Mountains? Reading about them is one thing, climbing them is another. I'd like to climb a mountain. There you go. That, that's the right attitude. Keep at it. I've got to get back. I think I'm at the astrometrics lab. I'll see you as soon as I can. Trip. Yeah. I'd like my name to be Trip, just like yours. <laughs> Actually, my name's Charles. Then I would like my name to be Charles. I'm flattered. <laughs> Charlie. There's a flare forming ahead. I don't see it. You will. Turn the axis 40 degrees to port. I think we can back around it. Uh-oh. It's too big. Take us up. Try to get over it. But if you can't go over it, then go through it. We're not going to make it. Increase speed. Won't be enough. What are you doing? If you can't get over the wave, you gotta dive through it. 
Where did you learn to do that? North Shore of Oahu. Body surfing. I think it's time you took the helm back. <laughs> Trip has a co-janitor with him. Would you be punished if they find yeah. out you've brought me here? Punished? No. But they might get a little angry. I would be punished. Maybe I should take you back. No, no, I want to see more. Okay. We'll just have to be sure no one spots us. This is our transporter. It turns things into a matter stream that can be sent just about anywhere within 2,000 kilometers or so. Then it gets very simple. Could it send a Vissian? Come see why not. I'd like to try. I don't think that would be a good idea. <laughs> Could I see where you work? Sure. Call me. That's our main engine. Right? Fastest one in Starfleet. Had it up to work by point one. I think my ship has something like this, but I've never seen it. <sighs> Your ship has an engine that's a lot more sophisticated than this one. Do you live here? Uh, no. My quarters are on the B-deck. Have you ever seen a movie? It's not easy picking a movie for somebody who's ever seen one before. She's gonna watch a movie. What would you think about a western? You're not a western. I don't think a musical would be right either. But, the day the earth stood still. Nothing like a little science fiction to break in. It's a story about a planet. Yeah, but it's fiction. The earth never really stood still. Sit down. Before we made first contact with the Balkans, the people of Earth were pretty violent. Had a hard time trusting things they didn't understand. The characters in the film knew nothing about Klaatu, who he was, where he came from, so they tried to kill him. I understand. Does this mean I've won? <laughs> They're playing some kind of game. No one's beaten me at this in the last two years. Tell me about westerns. Maybe I could watch a western next. It's getting late. You better get you back before they realize you're gone. I've been told you're no longer welcome aboard the Vissian ship. Why? I wasn't exactly where I was supposed to be. No, you weren't. You told them you were going to the astrometrics lab. They tried to contact you, but you weren't there. Then they tried their mess hall. You weren't there either. I was with the cogenitor. Where? At first in her quarters. Actually, they're not her quarters. They belong to the chief engineer and his wife. She gets her room to sleep in, and if she's real good, she can use her living space. Why were you there? I'm teaching her how to read. Her education is not your concern. What education? Where else did you go? <laughs> Brought her here. Gave her a little tour. Showed her a movie. It appears you're doing everything you can to undermine Captain's wishes. One day. That's all it took her. In one day, she was reading a geography text. First contacts are important to the Captain. You may very well have damaged this one irreparably. You're not listening to a word I'm saying. Uh, to Paul is in the captain. Trip, you would be 
busted back, back down to Grumman. They don't want to help me. They don't want me to climb mountains. Don't worry. They will. Give me time. They're angry with you. They'll leave as soon as our captain returns. They won't help me. But you can. I want to stay here, please. Would you excuse us, Sub-Commander? I might have expected something like this from a first-year recruit. But not you. You did exactly what I do? If that's true, then I've done a pretty lousy job setting an example around here. You're a senior officer on this ship. You're privy to the moral challenges I've had to face. You know I've wrestled with the fine line between doing what I think is right and interfering with other species. So don't tell me you know what I would have done when I don't even know what I would have done. I didn't think it would hurt to teach her how to read. Then you didn't think hard enough. We're out here to meet new species, not tell them what to do. Teaching her to read is no different than you giving them books or movies. Giving them books is a lot different than suggesting they defy their culture. And they asked me for the books. Did she ask you to teach her how to read? No, sir. And sneaking into her quarters, bringing her on Enterprise, lying about where you were going, why? You don't understand. I can't go back. Just until we resolve this. Trip said I have the same rights as they do. It's not our place to tell you what rights you have. I'm sorry. Are you going to force me to leave? Some men can work together for years without creating the friendship and bond that we did in only two days. I'm certain we can resolve this. I'm afraid it may not be that simple. On my world, when someone asks for asylum, it has to be given serious consideration. We're not on your world. And I doubt whether this person truly understood what your engineer was suggesting. I've been told this person is just as capable of understanding as any of you are. Why are we debating this? The cogenitor belongs on our ship. Or are you suggesting my wife and I abandon our plans to have a child? I've been asked to give sanctuary to someone who believes she's been treated unfairly. I can't ignore that. Where are the ones being treated unfairly? Do you know how long we've waited to be given a cogenitor? Given? You sound like you're talking about some inanimate object. You have no right to judge us. You know nothing about our culture. What if one of your stewards the men who are forced to serve you food. What if they should ask us for asylum? They're not forced to do anything. I apologize. But it's easy to misunderstand someone when you know nothing about their culture. You can't expect me to ignore someone when they ask for my protection. We're in no rush to leave. Take your time. 
consider what we've said. And now Archer has the arduous task of making a decision. You shouldn't have misgivings. You've made the right choice. only wrote 36 plays. Though it might be best if you take your time memorizing them. By all means. I hope yesterday's unfortunate incident won't interfere with future relations between our people. You sure you don't have an extra stratopod you could spare? I'm sure your Starfleet will develop one soon enough. Mm -hmm. Goodbye, Captain. Safe journey. Time to say goodbye to the hypergiant. Prepare to get underway, Travis. You know, Archer wasn't happy about making the decision either. No. Go ahead. There's a call coming in from the Vissian captain, sir. He sounds upset. Put him through. Poor Dosed. Yep. Buddy. Come in. You want to see me, Captain? I was just told that the Vissian progenitor died. What? How? Suicide trip. So she committed suicide. Yes, she did. She killed herself. She killed herself. Yes, she did. Why? That can't be. Why? You're going to tell us right here. It's my fault. You're responsible. You're damn right you are. Because she was, the cogenitor wasn't being given the same rights, or wasn't going to be given the same rights as everybody else. Like Trip had told her sh that she should be. Yeah. So that's why. It's not just her. There's a child who won't be conceived because of this. At least not for a long while. It's time you learned to weigh the possible repercussions of your actions. You've always been impulsive. Maybe this will teach you a lesson. I understand. Do you? I'm not so sure you do. You knew you had no business interfering with those people, but you just couldn't let it alone. You thought you were doing the right thing. I might agree if this was Florida or Singapore, but it's not, is it? We're in deep space. And a person is dead. A person who'd still be alive if we hadn't made first contact. I guess I haven't been very successful at getting through to you. If I had, you would have fought a lot harder before doing what you did. You're not responsible.
credits roll and Archer was looking out the window. Right. So, Vicky. Season 2, episode 22. 2 2 What did you think of this episode? I liked it. Even though there was suicide at the end? Yes. A little tear jerking moment for you? Yes. That's so. And so, what do you. What's your rating on this one? Between 1 and 10. How about another 6? We're going to do another 6. Do you just copy the same notes back to back on... Sure, why not? We'll go with it. Oh my goodness. I hope not. Then you'll be at 6s all the rest of the way through the, the run. Why not? Oh my goodness. Sweetheart? Yes? Sometimes it can be a pain. So, Vicki, who do you think this hinged on? Well, I think it hinged on Trip. Okay. Archer. Okay. Even though Trip was in the wrong and he did interfere, you know, she wouldn't have had that brief taste of getting an education without him, per se. True. Very, very true. Um, Archer, because, you know, he, would, he was trying to make friends with their species and study, so they could study them. Right. What? Very true. So... I have to give it Trip, the cogenitor, and Archer. The reason is because without the cogenitor, you don't have nothing. Right. Without Trip, she doesn't learn anything that commits the suicide. Right. Without Captain Archer making that hard decision, the suicide didn't happen either. So, that's where I sit on that one. You know? So, Vicki, anything else you'd like to say to the folks? You can find us at Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Exactly. You can contact us at Vicki's Adventures in a Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook. Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. Ready, Roo. Anything else? No, I'm good. Okay, well, I guess until next time, I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And we will see you on the other side and have a Merry Christmas. Bye.